recording this right now? Fuck. Oh, okay. So I have to do this intro. Levels are high. Energy is high. <laughs> <laughs> it's not 10 o'clock in the morning. On a Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> we managed to lure Zach from his lair way before his, his usual hours with the smell of breakfast and sweet tea to bring you hags. <laughs> Finally, we've said we were going to do it, and now we're going to do it in a possible two-part series. It's going to be a while. We forgot how many hags there were. Definitely, Definitely two-part two series. Two there's series. no way to do all five at once. Because they're so... Di- unlike a lot of things, like I did those... What were the illithid things? Where we There were like four of them that were the same, but they were all the same. They were, their stat blocks were pretty much the exact same. Yeah. Everything they did was the exact same. All the hags are different. Yay for diversity. <laughs> Hey, what are we listening to? Hey, it's Sweet T&D&D, and this is our 11th episode, and still don't have our shit together. It was it's the real. first time we've done it in the morning, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's morning <laughs> as we're recording this, and I don't like the sun. I could see it now, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been raining. Uh, we're in the south, so not much of a polar vortex, but you know... Oh, God, hey, it- it was actually warm last night. It was warm last night. Ironically, last night a man died. Not here in our town, but wow, a college Wait, student. I like how this you is just completely off topic. Yeah, <laughs> threw that in there. It was so cold, someone died. As a perpetual college student, <laughs> there was one who apparently crossed paths. Or let's not talk about this. I'm going to stop now. Wow, I'm going to stop and be Maybe like, you know, no. morning, morning, Zach is is dark, dark Zach. <laughs> I wake up to see the light and all I feel is darkness. <laughs> Hello, darkness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to... We can put that to the side. <laughs> We're going to toss away my feelings. And <laughs> we'll talk about those later, okay? Nah. <laughs> In the dark corner where we... We just talk about millennial problems. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's so many and it's so sad. Okay. Um... Hags, did you want to start? Are you yeah, going to start so with the background? I will give some background about some hags, and then you can go and do your creature. Mine's very short. So, uh, hags, they're uh, ladies, and they're very, very ugly. By context of d and I didn't make that up. It just says faces of evil in their flavor text, which is... They are ugly. They are terrifying. Most of them, if you look at them directly, will cause fear in your deep, dark hearts. Uh, they also um, possess magical powers and have the innate spellcasting ability. And they are even stronger together, which Jamie will discuss later. Um, for fun, they like to name themselves darkly whimsical names, such as Peggy Pig Knuckle. Which, I don't know why, but that sounds like a weird version of Camel Toe. <laughs> Wilma Wart Knuckle, <laughs> Nana Shug, and uh, Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Name all your hags after Southern characters, particularly child stars. Paula Dean. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this baby needs? Butter. <laughs> Speaking of babies. <laughs> For the crispy skin. <laughs> They're more like chicken nuggets. You just mm. <laughs> keep popping them. Popping, popping, popping. So like hags pop, propagate. <laughs> hags uh, propagate by eating the young and then rebirthing them as their own hag babies. So um, they'll steal babies from cradles or the mother's womb. 
the hag consumes the poor child. A week later, the hag gives birth to a daughter who looks human until her 13th birthday. I always wonder, do you think they just swallow it whole? Like, there's a way they just unhinge their jaw and put that thing in them? Or do they, like, nom, 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 nom? I think it's kind of <laughs> one of those slow meals where they just take their time. And they're like, mm, they're making a baby. They're going to enjoy this moment. So you think they, like, eat it in pieces? And it just I'm comes back I'm assuming so. Like, they're going to have to, like, eat bits and pieces. It's magic. Don't, like... I just kind of imagine, like... A baby on the ground and then a hag on her stomach, like eating it like a bowl. Keep going. <laughs> what See, what happened? I was thinking is like, there's this French delicacy and I cannot remember the name of it. Baby. <laughs> it's not baby. French don't eat babies. Don't spread that rumor. No one listens to us in France. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% sure on that. But either way, uh, what it is is it's this nice little bird. It's like a canary or something. I don't remember. But they f- cage it and feed it with grain and ri- all this stuff to make it really fat. And then they drown it in cognac. And then they cook it. And you're supposed to eat it with a blanket over your face so God doesn't see. <laughs> so is it not cooked? Oh, it's cooked. It's cooked after they drown it in cognac. I just feel like it's weird. Are we eating the ba- the bird's lungs? Why is this? Well, they thing? soak it and drown it in cognac. Because well, I'm thinking of a bird would still have all of its feathers and all of its organs, and then they're just wasting cognac. But they're it's French, so we <laughs> <laughs> oh, baguette. If you're from France, I want to know how this works. Send me a link. <laughs> I got. I just need to know how this works. Send me a bird. We must try it ourselves. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You probably get like Cognac two bites. is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they also like to make dark bargains when they screw other people over by making deals. They also exchange information that they've collected over their lifespan. Uh, they are foul in nature and they love uh, the macabre. Uh, they uh, adorn themselves with bones, bits of flesh, and filth because they're Same. fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> Me every morning before 10 o'clock. <laughs> uh... They embrace the disturbing and unpleasant, and it extends to all aspects of the hag's life. So they're just they're just gross. That's just the best description for that. Uh, they form dark sororities, or in general, sororities, where a group of them form covens. Yay! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what do they say on That's Why We Drink? Oh, I don't know. Megan. Uh, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. No, Karen's are 40 complaining oh. about coupons. <laughs> love your face, hate your guts. That's what it is. Love your face, hate your guts. Or something like that. Or hate your guts, love your face. One There's just a bunch of salty hags just no. hanging around together. <laughs> okay, here's what we're going to do. Okay, propose this idea at the end. We've okay, got wait, to get so, through this. <laughs> uh, somebody write this down. Karen, write this down. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Alright, so uh, They also have dark layers because they're dark creatures Everything they do is evil, just that's what you need And dark So, and dark Okay, go ahead and give us your hag My hag? Alright, I picked the anus hag I should talk like that the whole time Oh god We'll lose (laughs) listeners, we don't have that many No, we'll just lose you, that's it Okay I'm just gonna go back to sleep So, the anus hag is the one that lives in the hills. <laughs> That's what they say. This one pretty much like lives in the hills and wooded areas. And you can tell by just the way this ugly bitch looks. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I feel like the hairstyle she's sporting is super in right now because it's like shaved on one side and then long on the other. 
So like, um, like the girl from Spider into the Spider Verse, Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Yeah. Did she get gum stuck in it? Um, there might be some moss in there. I don't oh, know. some good old lichens. Okay, so they do a lot of things. The anus hags are the biggest of all the hags. They're eight feet tall. Jesus Christ. Um, arms that look literally like tree branches covered in flesh. Mm. Um, they kind of got like the three claw thing going with talons and shit covered in like antlers and skulls and wrapped in branches and adorned with flowers i mean that's that's classy so they've got their own like aesthetic there yeah like death but also flowers like the death of flowers (laughs) i don't imagine any of these flowers are alive Mm. because reasons but even though they're so big they don't like to just be overimposing to people they love the slow torturous type stuff like really getting in there and ruining your whole life um so this is although anis hags uh could easily tear people apart they like to just do the slow draw um building fear and paranoia in nearby villages and settlements um to an anis hag there's nothing sweeter than turning a vibrant community into a place paralyzed with terror where folk never venture out at night Strangers are met with suspicion and anger, and parents warn their children to be good or the anise will get you, which is a horrible thing to do. Parents don't do that to your children. <laughs> Looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they also like, because they love this kind of slow con, they like to get in with little kids. And so they give them like, it's, called, it's like an iron coin, and it lets them communicate with this child. And they build up this relationship with them where they tell them, like, their fears and, you know, whatever. And then it starts convincing them to do bad things. And it's, it could, like, leave them just setting their house on fire or killing their parents. It got really dark. Thank you, Wizards of the Coast. Um, it also likes to take, like, the area it's in and get all the baddies in it and tell them what to do. So it'll rule over some ogres. So it um, starts a union? It, it says... Oh, it says, because I'll read it because you made me question it now. The same way they befriend children in order to corrupt them, anus hags. Anus hags. Anus hags. Anus hags. Oh, crap. They adopt, they adopt groups of ogres, trolls, and other loudish creatures, ruling them through brute strength, verbal abuse, and superstition. Very superstitious. So they're corrupting children inside of the village. They're taking over all the evil creatures wherever they're at. I feel like this would be a much... You could like rule a whole forest with this thing and it's just terrifying. All right. Um, Anisag stats. Has an armor class of 17. About... It starts at 75 hit points, but it can go up to a lot more than that. That's math, and I'm not going to do it for y'all. Um, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> That's 120, if you didn't hear that. Math. Math. <laughs> you said it has three claws or four? Uh, it, to me, it looks like this. No it thumbs? May ha- it may have four. I'm assuming it has a thumb. Thumb and two fingers? Thumb and two fingers? Oh, God. Ah. Uh. <laughs> speed is 40, because it's Huge. Has a strength of 21, dex 12, because it's so fucking big. Only a con of 14, which is a little surprising. Has low intelligence um, of 13, wisdom 14, and charisma 15. So the only thing it has going for it is brute strength. So 
I guess I don't know. They're just not smart. I guess. Um, num, 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 num. It's good at deception and perception. It's um, resistance to cold, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks. It has dark vision, sixty feet. Um, it knows common, giant, and sylvan, and it's a CR of six. Mm. I know that's surprisingly low for the shit it says it can do. Well, they get stronger when they're in their group. That's true. It does say kind of in the notes that if it's in a coven, the challenge rating goes up to eight. Mm. Far more formidable. And then you have two other ones, possibly. Which also go up as they join covens as well. They're better in groups. <laughs> it's always better with a group. Sisters. <laughs> Jeez. I just, I feel like there's a movie there. I'm just like a sorority house. I that was the... Insultiness. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> I can't fucking stands her oh my god if i see another baby in this house who hasn't been eaten you can't just leave them around karen (laughs) (laughs) stop leaving your half-eaten babies everywhere karen it's disgusting okay here's my show proposal i have a D &D proposal but let's do a hag coven stylized in the office and then all the employees are ogres and shit oh yes Mm. I've never watched Charmed, but I know the basic concept of it. <laughs> you know it would be hilarious. Only if we can get Shannon Dorney to be in it. <laughs> and my, and That's why I said her specifically. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be the best hag. <laughs> Everyone says it's true. Okay. Um, they have an eight spell casting. Um, it's through its charisma. That's weird. I wouldn't have thought that, but whatever. They're so pretty. Because <laughs> they're just so gorgeous. I believe I would believe anything it told me. Um, three times a day, they get disguised self, including the form of a medium humanoid, and they can do fog cloud, which is you fade into the background. <laughs> right from under. Do they have a skirt or something on? Uh, it looks kind of like a dress, and it. <laughs> Imagine fog cloud coming out of that. The ultimate queef. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call me anus hack for nothing. <laughs> Grady Pig Knuckle. <laughs> oh, put explicit on, our, on this podcast, right? I put explicit on everything. Okay. <laughs> I want you to flex your knuckles, Grady. <laughs> then everyone has to make a con say. <laughs> Everything I've done in my life has led to this exact moment. I'm not sure how to feel about it. Great big knuckle. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, it does have a multi-attack. It can make three attacks, one with this bite and two with its claws. Um, the bite's melee attack has a plus eight to hit and reach of five feet. On a hit, it is 15 piercing damage. It also has a claw attack, plus eight to hit, reach of five feet, uh, Excuse me. On a hit, it is 15 slashing damage. And then it also has a really great thing that it can do called a crushing hug. Aww. Friendship. <laughs> oh, Graham Home Pig Knuckle. <laughs> Come here for a hug. Any shugs, give him a hug. <laughs> Jeez. Um, give me shugs. They, and that's where they put the baby. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's a melee weapon attack with a plus eight to hit, or each of five feet in one target. On a hit, it does. 36 9d6 plus 5 bludgeoning damage and the target is grappled with the dc of 15 to escape 
and if it is large or smaller, uh, if it is large or smaller, uh, until the grapple ends, the target takes 36 bludgeoning damage at the start of each of the hag's turns. The hag can't make attacks while grappling a creature in this way. Hmm. So that's just a great way to die. I now stand more by my boa constrictor theory. And um, it's terrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. So they kind of remind me. Have, you've never seen Labyrinth, have you? No. <sighs> have you seen Labyrinth, Garrett? Okay. You remember at the very end. David it's Bowie's like, crotch. Do you remember David It's Bowie? called a cod piece and you need to respect him. R.I.P. Legend. Anyway. <laughs> At the very end, when she's back in her room and like they're like, "Oh, here's your stuff, dearie," Spoiled and like this. they have the big like mounds on their back, she kind of reminds me of that. But she likes to collect bones and dead flowers and mushrooms and like a bunch of branches, baby bits. <laughs> so it's just like a big hunchback and a very fashionable design. I feel like it would fit in today's world. It's baby leather. <laughs> <laughs> the and rarest a, leather of all. And a one shoulder piece um, in a Romanesque style oh. with a, a branch belt around the. It's on pure waist um, fashion. Um. <laughs> I knew about one third of what that meant. So. Fashion. Fashion. Okay, that, that's it. That's the Anna's Hag. Hey, wait, where can you find the Anna's Hag? Oh, it's not in the Monster Manual. Spoiler alert. Um, it's in Volo's Guide to Monsters, and it is on page 159. But in Volo's, they have a whole huge section about hags. So if you want to know how to really run them, ideas on how they should kind of go about their duties, and it's in there as too. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of good information there about hags. So the bit I was reading earlier comes from Hags in the Monsters Manual on page 176, but I'm going to talk about the Night Hag. Night Hag. Work. Roxanne! <laughs> she just. Oh, I mean, okay. So she's gonna turn on the red light. Uh, I think this night hag would rather do that. So, um, a night hag, which is just a beautiful creature, it has purple skin and long black hair, and in the photos here, it's covered in braids. I did not draw; just a heads up. Uh, it's got, I think, a very common thing with all the ones that I've looked at has very long, pointy noses, and she also appears to have horns. So fun. Uh, she has one extra finger compared to the Anasag, so she's got four. Uh, there are four in your picture, you dirty liar. Uh, these guys are sly and submersive. Uh, they want to see the virtuous turn to villainy, love turn to obsession, kindness turn to hate, devotion to disregard, and generosity to selfishness. They love to just corrupt the souls of mortals. So... Uh, they were once creatures of the Feywild, but were exiled to Hades long ago, where they, degenerate, where they degenerated into fiends. Uh, the night hags have long since spread across the lower plains, just fucking shit up. So, correct me if I'm wrong, is yours a Fey or a Feed? Yours is a Fey. Yeah. So, I don't have the other one in here, but it looks like this is the only night hag that is, or this is the only hag that is a fiend, so that's interesting. It's because it's night. <laughs> It's night. <laughs> Can't be a fake creature in the night. Right. So um, what they are is soul mongers. Their goal is to collect souls in their bag made of human flesh and c- transport them to Hades. Uh, they can also work in covens. And when they go into covens, they transfer from a challenge rating of five to seven because they're evil as shit. So 
Night Hags have an armor class of 17 and an HP of 112 and also includes math that I'm not going to calculate. Uh, they have a speed of 30 and they have positives on all of their modifiers. Not a single thing are they really bad at. Uh, they seem to be strongest in strength of the plus four. They're great at lying, determining if you're lying. They're good at spotting things and they're good at being sneaky. They are resistant to cold fire, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks not made of silvered weapons. They also have the innate ability to spell cast using charisma. They have a DC 14 save and they have a plus 6 to attack. They can detect magic at will and hurl a magic missile at you at will, which is garbage because that means they're never going to miss and it's going to hurt. Uh, they have uh, twice a day they can plane shift but only on themselves. They have ray of enfeeblement and sleep. They have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. In their hag form, which they have two forms, um, they have claws, which they can use to attack you. They have a plus seven to hit with a five foot reach and do 2d8 plus four slashing damage. Uh, they have the ability to polymorph themselves into a small or medium humanoid creature. This is an important difference between the Anis hag, which has disguises, so it's an illusion, while this one is polymorph, so it actually changes their shape. I can only imagine, because it's eight feet tall and it's like... Oh, Granny, my parents are gone. You should come over. And she can't fit through the door. <laughs> and you just see this woman just boom, boom, boom. I bet the visual would be just be Granny great. Pig Knuckles here to save you. <laughs> so uh, they also, she she has the ability to uh, use a, or cross into the ethereal plane uh, or vice versa. Uh, as long as they have a heart stone, which a heart stone is a lustrous black gem allowing a night hag to become ethereal. It takes 30 days to craft and uh, the touch of a heart stone can cure any disease. So bonus if you can find one. Uh, get rid of your... It's like a Z-pack. <laughs> I almost said Valtrex but that would have just been wrong. You can't cure herpes. It's permanent, folks. So... They're, uh... <laughs> Weirdest freaking segue. Cut that later. Alright, so... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Or oh, that was a stupid Supernatural episode from forever that goes like, I have herpes. <laughs> Just, that's it. So, their special ability is called Nightmare Haunting, which they can do once per day. They cross into the ethereal plane and touch a sleeping humanoid uh, on the material plane. Uh, this is, of course, negated by protection from good and evil. But what it does is it gives them haunting nightmares with no save. And uh, if it lasts for at least one hour, which you're the DM, try to make it happen, uh, they are reduced by 1d10 hit point maximum, as well as they do not gain the benefits of a long rest. So if they're a spellcaster, no spells back. Uh, the goal of the hag is to do this repeatedly every night. Until the um, person who is targeted dies. And if they are evil, bonus points, it gets to go in the soul bag. And a soul bag is uh, a bag made of human flesh. Uh, or stitched flesh. It doesn't have to technically be human. Uh, the soul bag can hold only one evil soul at a time. The, and only the night hag who crafted the bag can catch a soul with it. Crafting a soul bag takes seven day, days and a humanoid sacrifice. So, once, so it is a human bag. It is humanoid. Humanoid. A lot of things are humanoid. What? Wow. So you're saying their lives don't matter? Humanoid. All lives. Humanoid. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting backed into this corner today. <laughs> I already made a herpes joke. <laughs> yeah. So with that. These are the jokes. <laughs> 
What's the deal with herpes? <laughs> oh, God. Keep going. That's pretty much it. So, um, <laughs> if it reduces the target by to zero hit points maximum, the target immediately dies and it collects its soul in its soul bag. And then it ferries it off to Hades, because that's what its business is all about. Um... It can be removed from uh, a greater restoration or similar magic of strength. Uh, they also can be, um, as general rule, hags can work in covens, as we mentioned before. Do you want to cover covens, or do you want me to? Oh, I'm drawing my dungeon doodle, okay. and you're not doing anything. I'll draw my doodle later. Get do off your doodle. my ass. <laughs> we'll talk about covens later. Because you need three hags to make a coven. We've only talked about two. We ain't got enough. Can they be three different kinds of hags? They can be three different hags or all three the same hags. Can so. you imagine three of those, like, the night, as a, yeah, the night hags just together, stealing fucking souls and dreams and God. Right? You, had, you have one of, and you, then you have an anus hag. <laughs> and. I'm <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> Gold. Um, <laughs> Comedy gold. <laughs> trying to get you story time. Story time. Um, I don't have any stories about the. I've never used either one of these, but I have a feeling, spoiler alert, that there might be a night hag in my campaign sometime soon. So I've used them. I've used the Anis Hags and its sister hags, Bure. I don't know how to say it. I'm going to say Bure. We'll get to that later. Uh, so these guys are rough. Uh, I was actually doing a bounty mission where the party had to collect their teeth, which Jamie didn't talk about. <laughs> it's in purple. That's important. I said they get the iron coins. I just didn't explain how they make them. So how about you just calm your fucking tits here for a second, okay? And talk I about the not fucking stone yourself. I will not calm the <laughs> calamities. It is my memories. All right. So uh, for their tits. Uh, sorry, their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> So what they do is, is that Anna's Hags, they have metal teeth, which I don't know why they don't put it in their description somewhere above this weird gray square that's on page 159. But anyway, they pull out a tooth, they rub it for a few minutes, it becomes a coin, and that's what they give to the kid to communicate with them. Happy? Thank you. Thank I just, you. I <laughs> so their goal is to collect these iron tokens uh, for a mission, as well as the staffs of the other witches and or hags. So these guys went in, guns a-blazing into an ice cave that was formed by the uh, beer hags, or however you say it. And uh, I trapped the shit out of it, which was really rough. Uh, there was a, a lot of pits, traps, sliding water. I think the best trap, I would say it was the best trap the I ever made. The ice sheets, I the thought. The ice sheets, uh, everyone hated. So... <laughs> For fun, I decided that a fun ice trap would be perfectly transparent glass sheets that marked the entrance of the cave that um, the hags could just go through the ethereal plane and ignore. However, in this case, they were extremely thin. They required a really high perception check to see, and it was mainly because one of our players had a passive of 23 perception and so i was like it's 25 now and so they were extremely thin glass or ice sheets and what happens is if as soon as you bumped into one one would fall had a chance of causing another one nearby to fall but they shattered like glass very loudly and would have easily alerted the hags which is what they did and i think at one point um another player got fed up with it well he like shot an arrow straight in one direction and it just went yep 
I think shattered six to eight of them in one shot, and then they were like, well, we have a path now. Was I there for that? Yes. Yes, you were. Yeah, you were. It was you. It, it was our party. It was the first mission y'all got. Not including the opening He's one. He's getting to the good part of the story. You'll remember. <laughs> so, to start this bit, uh, they were looking at... They, they passed through a village on their way uh, to this cave. And they were like, they're terrorizing us. They're taking our children. We need our children. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, so, on their way there, they the opening scene to these enemies is they're preparing to fight them. And one of the hags is just tearing flesh from a baby. Like beef jerky style, just it was a baby. Actually, it was more kind of like string cheese, where you like put a bite on the top of it and then pull down. Okay, very string. You are gonna like scar him. (laughs) I hope that's what you pictured when I said it the first time. So yeah, they were eating babies, Um, and then the non-canon thing that I've done—it's canon in the story, but it's not common in D&D is it's very rare for a male to be born from hags. They're always girls. And so for fun, I made a um, male be born and which is what the coven was trying to hide. They were trying to protect it and half of them wanted to kill the baby and the others wanted to keep it alive because it was the one that they birthed. So uh, they ended up taking this creature and it essentially was an arch fae in baby form that just did whatever the hell it wanted, especially if you answered its demands. So I nearly killed the party with him on accident. At one point I had a player drive a rapier right through their eye as a command from it. And they were no longer blue afterwards. That character was me. Yeah. <laughs> it was Garrett. He just didn't want to be blue anymore because apparently that clashed with his aesthetic. But <laughs> He's a fabulous bard. It did clash with his aesthetic and it was very off-putting. Yep. So Aaron's just that... Aaron being his uh, character is just that type of person. <laughs> so, yeah. Murderous hags are fun to play with. Um, and I think it's time for me to doodle. He's leaving out the part where he <laughs> messed with me for what was it like? It was like six sessions where I carried around this archfey baby. It was like two. And, don't get too happy about it. <laughs> and like, I am the only one with actual children and everybody else wanted to kill this baby. And I'm like, <laughs> no, we can't kill this baby. They ended up taking it to a frozen pond it in the to wild. go ice fishing <laughs> to go ice fishing because it's winter in our campaign and they're like we're gonna go ice fishing with it I'm like fucking sure okay so they take the baby and they take the group and they're all like they're gonna white wolf it essentially they're like go leave we don't need you we don't love you but I, that just involved drowning it in an ice pond so <laughs> we could drown it in cognac <laughs> <laughs> Like the hags would. Like a bird. So, what ended up happening is the entire party got stuck in this weird, mesmerizing, charismatic child looking at them and just demanding, I think, three things. And then once they completed them, the question was, or the statement was, I just want it to be safe or something like that. You said, you said it. Something along those lines. Something along those lines to the point where the creature's like, fine, and just disappeared immediately. I'm really terrified that it's going to come back. This game is ongoing. It will. It will. Spoiler alert. They haven't said the phrase yet. Gosh, that Italian family at the next table sure is quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have what she's having. No, it's the sleeper code from Family Guy. (laughs) 
That's how they took Meg from her sleeper state. And she, yeah. It, I know one of our cool listeners got that. I'm laughing with you. <laughs> okay. The big reveal. Aww. It's adorable. It's not supposed to be. It eats children. I love how it's giving me a peace sign. Like, get swifty. It's just I can't draw Gotta fish. get swifty. <laughs> I honestly prefer the second song in that. Oh, really? Yeah, so I do. Uh, head bent over, raised up posterior. <laughs> it's mainly just because I like uh, Royland doing, oh, yeah, in the background, really high and annoying for the entire song because that's all Morty does. Oh, yeah. That's it. Head bent over, raised up posterior. Raised up posterior. <laughs> yep, that's all I can think of. It's beautiful. You can totally tell it, guys. We totally cheated because there weren't really good descriptions no, in the books. I had to so help. we we kind of cheated. I have so, no idea what its mouth looks but like, but it is still beautiful, guys. This is this is good stuff. It you has, added the flowers. It has like the arm of how I sleep at night. It's just like <laughs> perfectly ninety degree angle. <laughs> I feel like she's leaning on something. Yeah. She just can't see it. She's <laughs> the one looking down the bar. You want to think? No. Oh. She's the one who's going, you want to see my pig knuckle? No. I brought some boggle oil. Oh, <laughs> Bringing it back. 11 episodes. Yeah. yeah. So for yours, it's great. The eyes terrify me. I love that they're just like, one, your soul looks like a musical note. It's the music of the heart. And it's calling for you. I'm not going to address that because I almost wanted to finish the song. I know. I can <laughs> and it feel took it. All my willpower not to go. <laughs> Listen gonna... to your heart. <laughs> we do it a lot, guys. <laughs> uh, I don't remember the rest. Of it. So I love its soul bag. It's very much made of human or humanoid skin as it looks stitched up. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks like it's wearing like a basic bitch kitchen apron that you cut the top off of. So if you look on the for the picture on page 178, she has like a little like a loincloth looking thing and it has like I couldn't see the design clearly while you were doing yours so I had to, I just made up something. Nice. But it, it looks like an apron though now that you say it. When you sh- or that she has chicken wire over the middle of her dress. Chicken wire. <laughs> Ain't nobody getting in here. I eat babies to reproduce. It's a really nice opportunity if you don't put a soul patch on the soul bag. Oh. <laughs> but is it the one on the face or Yes. <laughs> Here, right? Oh, wait. <laughs> yes, I do, Zach. Yes, I do. That's why I was quick. I like the hearthstone as well. It does look like they just have a giant gaping hole in their hand. It does. <laughs> They're coming up to steal your soul and haunt your dreams. I like the. Hi, Jesus. Hi, Jesus. Wow. Your own personal <laughs> Jesus. I just, the Heartstone, while I like what it does, it sounds super cool. Um, I just kept thinking of Kingdom Hearts. Darkness, darkness, bees, darkness, bees. Friendship. (laughs) Sample and clean. Okay, so we got these two, and the next time, I guess we'll do the other. We'll do some other hags. We'll do some more hags. More hags. Hags on hags on hags. Hags on on covens. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't make me do it. (laughs) Hey, so you So, okay. So the funny thing is, is that I usually am the one who posts stuff on our social media. If it's a random thing, it's usually me posting it. But I just, 
They're just installed. I don't have to remember them. <laughs> so if you'd like to find us on social media, you can find us on our website at stim... <laughs> How dare you, God you damn it. <laughs> if you'd like to find us on social media, you can find us on our website at sweet tea and D&D. It's .fm. Go fuck yourself. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Facebook under Sweet Tea and D&D. Uh, in most cases, it is spelled all the way out, with the exception of our Twitter handle. I have two podcasts, and I fucked that up. Say bye. 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 <laughs>